to Shank the U.S. I'm Naz. And I'm Annalie. Today we will be talking about the Shank v. U.S. case of 1919. Central question to this whole case is, um, like, was Shank's arrest under the Espionage Act of 1917 a violation of his First Amendment right? I personally think that it was a violation because uh, Charles Shank and... Elizabeth Bear, we're just trying to um, kind of let people know that being um, enlisted into the army was kind of like a violation of like their 13th Amendment right and kind of trying to let them know that it that the war was unconstitutional and that they don't need to go to war because it's kind of like involuntary servitude but the u.s kind of does have a point because this is a it was during a time of war you know it was world war one and so like oh and basically what the espionage act is was that um uh when the united states is at war if anyone um purposely causes or attempt to attempts to cause like like disloyalty or someone to like refuse to report to duty, which means someone not enlisting in the war. If anyone um, does that, then it's kind of, it's going against the military. And so um, in turn, the government can arrest them or charge them a fine. But like, the US kind of did have like, I guess the um, right to arresting because it's like oh like he sent all these flyers telling people not to enlist in the war and that kind of goes against like supporting the war effort and that's what they really need people to do at that time i think it i think i do also agree with the u.s too but like not fully because if they're gonna like of course give people rights and like you know they should stick to that but Mm -hmm. i do understand that we do need people to fight in like wars to help us out um but it is kind of like how are you gonna give somebody their rights and then have another like law or the espionage act say that oh you don't have your right because you know like because we need people for this war and like you can't be kind of saying that you can't be telling people that um they shouldn't join the war when we do need people to like protect the US and stuff like that. Um Shake did argue towards or to the Supreme Court that they were violating his First Amendment act of freedom of speech. And he also I guess kind of <clears throat> says that like he didn't harm anybody, you know, mm-hmm. like he yeah. just used his own his words to like try to help people understand that they really don't have to because of again the 13th amendment of like involuntary servitude i guess like it's kind of like also important to note how like oh like shank was convicted and he did go to court and they kind of um found him guilty of violating the espionage act and so they were going to jail him, but he tried to ask for like another 
uh, trial, but they denied him. So he did appeal to the Supreme Court in hopes that they would uh, rule something different. So it's like, oh, like, why? Like, oh, you already were found guilty of violating this. Um, and so when he did appeal to the Supreme Court, the arguments that the U.S. made were like, oh, like, when Shank distributed these flyers, it was a violation of the Espionage Act. Because it's like, oh, like, that act is supposed to prevent people from willfully obstructing the recruitment or enlistment service of the United States military. Because, like you said before, we do need people to fight in the war. And it's like, oh, like, in order for Congress to ensure that there is a fully functioning um, U.S. military, in a time of war, they kind of need to do what's necessary to protect, like, national security and that may include like limiting citizens' rights to like free speech and stuff because like wartime versus peacetime in relation to free speech <laughs> in relation to free speech is kind of tricky because like oh when it's like a time of peace it's like it's okay like you're not going to be negatively impacting something that um, the government is trying to accomplish necessarily if you're like, oh, protesting or, like, using your First Amendment rights and trying to get some type of change or reform. But during war, that's when it gets tricky because you want U.S. citizens to back the U.S. government in this war because, yes, you need recruitment. You need um, people to, like, uh, contribute to the war effort. Because it's not like, oh, it's just, like, the people in the U.S. government who can themselves, like, support this war, like, financially and all that stuff. It's like, oh, you need the people to also believe in it, too, because then otherwise it's like, oh, what are you doing? Yeah. I mean, I think the, I think the U.S. should, like, yeah, have, I guess just have, like, ads and stuff like that that show yeah. that, like, oh, this is a time where we need people and, like, first allow people to come and volunteer mm -hmm. to fight, not just all of a sudden, like, go out and say, oh, you're drafted to the war. Yeah. I think that um, maybe, like, first, yeah, first they should, like, see who wants to actually be in the war. And then if we're, like, in need for, and then if we're, like, in need for people, then that's when they should start, like, saying, like, oh, we're going to draft you to the war because... You know, you're we're in need right now, not just out of the blue, like oh, you know, like we're. So I think it should try to. They should try to make it like clear first yeah. that they need people. I mean, back then it was like the nineteen nineteen. It was nineteen nineteen, so it's like oh, it was different because now it's like oh, people like Actually, do it themselves yeah. or like they're in the army, you know. But back then it's like oh, they needed people support. I mean, in the end. Uh, the Supreme Court ruled unanimously ruled in favor of the U.S. And, like, they came, they adopted this clear and present danger test, which basically is for the Supreme Court to, it helps them determine under what circumstances limits can be placed on the First Amendment, freedom of speech, press or assembly, so... It's like, oh, that's kind of interesting because um, Shank's case was the first case decided by the Supreme Court 
that created a test for like punishing a speaker on what they said instead of punishing um, speech that caused harm. Um, I don't know if I agree with this ruling actually of whether or not he should have been found um, quote unquote guilty. Yeah, I'm not sure either, but I guess in like, um, like just the way you look at it, like mm -hmm. if you look at it in the U.S.'s way, then of course you would agree with the U.S. Yeah. But if you looked at it in his way, you would agree with him. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's good that like later the Supreme Court yeah. did abandon the clear and present danger test because it was violating people's yeah. freedom of speech and stuff like that. So yeah. Um, so that's it for today, y'all. Thanks for listening. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.